0: Podcast with Mo. What up? Welcome to episode forty-seven of a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This week we have a long one with a lot of shit to talk about. Uh, first, I'm joined by Snappy, and we talk about suicide, a drive-by shooting around his house, growing pot, making beats. Uh, Rob Gronkowski, Amy Schumer, Pen15, Hap and Leonard, Hellboy, The Mueller Report, The Trump Rallies, Cardi B, Jesse Smollett, uh, our Patreon, and then Lucid Dreaming, and then we're joined by Koopy to talk about allergies, tulips, sherbert, a Nintendo Switch, and then she has her monthly book talk segment. Uh, thanks for checking out the podcast. I hope it's awesome when everyone likes it, um, and all that shit. What up? We're joined by Snappy. Hello, hello. So, man, we didn't know if you're going to make it. Uh, fucking shit got real this week for you, so. Matt, I think we should got to get into that story first.
1: There's a couple of different stories. Which one you want to go with?
0: Um, I guess the earlier week one. Earlier uh, week. Go chronological.
1: Tuesday, I got a text message that said my buddy committed suicide. Right. And I just talked to him. He sat on my couch. We talked two weeks ago to the day I found out. Right. And he seemed all right. I mean, they was kicking him out. I don't know if you know where the Brook is, that Mm -hmm. mobile home place. I'm familiar. Well, they're kicking everybody out, and they've been burning these trailers, and they're going to put all new shit in and refinance everybody. But everyone had to find a place to live. Right. And he quit while I was out with foot surgery. I worked with him at Dart. And uh, he's a good guy, and he, he used to be an alcoholic, but uh, he kind of... He, he'd been sober for like eight years or some shit. Right. And apparently he started drinking again, but all
0: I knew he did was smoke a little. And I was just kind of pissed off a little bit. I mean, I everyone grieves in their own way so i can't tell you not to be pissed off but as someone who and i, I try to talk about this openly because i feel like it's a good thing i've thought about suicide many a times in my life even recently not like recent recent but like fairly recently and it's not against anyone else or whatever and i'm sure it's uh, you know, anxiety depression you know all the other shit um but i'm sure the guy didn't do it to piss any i'm like you can't. I don't want to bring more negative feelings into it. Being pissed off is all I'm saying.
1: Well, I, I mean, I'm just a little hurt. I mean, it was two weeks ago, and he had a couple of different plans. Because I asked him, you know, what his thoughts were, because he's talked nonsense when I worked with him. Right. Like he said, I oh, mean, I don't have nothing to live for. Yada, yada, yada. And I was like, man, you can't. And then one day he didn't call in or nothing. So I took my break early and went and got his ass up. And he looked all, you know, kind of out of it. And he come to work a few hours later. Right. And me and another person talked to him, and he's like, no, I'd never do that. So we've had this conversation, and when I talked to him
0: two weeks ago, he seemed all right. He's going to move in with his dad. Right, and it it is strange because, from what I understand statistically, you're like however much percent less likely to kill yourself if you talk about it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's why I try to be open, and I don't think I really will because I never have, and I'm a big pussy, it'll all be painful. Um, But... Obviously, it sounds like he was probably drunk when it happened. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah.
1: I figure. I mean, all I heard, they buried him, but they ain't doing a wake till Saturday. So they didn't tell nobody they buried him, and it was a closed casket. So I'm assuming he shot
0: himself. Right. Yeah. I mean, that that totally sucks for sure. And
1: the first time I dealt with suicide was, what, two years ago when my stepbrother did it. Right. I remember so that's this like is, when
0: I first started hanging and out. And then here, there's been like
1: four people i know since, and I'm just like, Come on, talk to me,
0: right. let me help you. I'll figure so I'll work two jobs if you need money, right, honestly, and I know this is uh gonna seem cold. A lot of my thoughts always go to life insurance doesn't pay out if you commit suicide, so like now that I'm married, I'm like, well, I'm not gonna do anyone any favors by killing myself right, <laughs> like that's a weird thing to think, but like I know I've had that thought before um. And then you really, I mean, like, so anyway, I'm just saying to people I don't do it. Never I mean, anybody. sometimes
1: it just makes you feel like you're a shitty friend for not realizing this.
0: I think they just go rob someplace place, let them throw you in jail. Go get free food and shit and figure your shit out for a couple years in jail or whatever. You I know? mean,
1: if they're broke, I'll work two jobs and help them if they at least try.
0: Right. That's saying that, I mean, sometimes life seems impossible. And it's because the elite are crushing down the little man.
1: Yeah, so it's it's been a rough week to start that off. And then last night, I get a text message said there was a drive-by two houses down, and my wife wanted me to come home, of course. Right. And my kids are freaking out. And, then, and actually, the young one stayed asleep. We didn't tell him till this morning, but right, he's super upset because one of his friends lived there. Right. And so there's a drive-by, and there's like 27 shell casings found, like 23 bullet holes in the house.
0: That's a lot. I know. I, when you first told me about it, I assumed it was like uh, some you know, kids because we have a lot of people that put graffiti around or all these kids that wear Chicago Bull shit and they think they're a gang or whatever mm-hmm. around here. Um, I just assumed it was someone being dumb, right? Something stupid. But then the report came out and I saw it on Facebook and it's like 27 shells found and 23 holes in the house and all this shit. And I was like, oh, fuck. And then there was people in the comments – arguing over it was only 11 and i was like well the fucking police department
1: i had to show my id to get home last night it was everything shy of a pat down because of course i drive a silver car and a suspect had a silver vehicle <laughs> of course so i'm like standing there and they're like who are you and I'm like, i had my id in hand hands up right you know i'll make sure i didn't you know get one of them gun ho
0: officers you know right for sure for sure uh that is crazy. I mean, hopefully they can find who did it. I don't know if they'll be able to. Okay.
1: They said they they the detectives come around today. They said they think they have an idea who done it because there's bad blood between their son who just got out of prison and is on house arrest.
0: Right, so he probably has some ideas.
1: Right, and they think there's been apparently they're moving out. So look like the a couple of neighbors said they're selling their houses too. Oh damn! I know. Well, it, hey, it, it maybe everybody
0: up prices will drop drastically in your neighborhood and get some houses on the cheap and then flip them you know hell yeah just got to start planning this out or grow homes now that oklahoma uh i know i just need a place to grow i was looking up tents and you get a tent where you probably fit
1: like three plants in right for like 250 bucks a couple of and shit
0: i know powwow sent me a picture the other day of his first little clone oh yeah him and the wife they each got their cards um it's probably pretty easy to get one up in Tulsa.
1: So I know, like, the rule is, like, after you clone something, what, seven times, you get to rename it? Some shit like that?
0: Yeah, I think you have, well, it to be, like, seven branches off, right? Right,
1: seven branches off. So if I ever get one like that, I'm going to name the first one Puffy Nipple. Wow. Just because my buddy that killed himself, he'd always ask me if I had any Puffy Nipple. Oh, I see. Well, yeah, that's what he called it, so.
0: Yeah, um... I really wish the whole recreational thing would happen soon because I would be, from just a science standpoint, enjoy trying to make my own strains of weed. I thought it would be a real-life video game. And I'm like, yes. And then you get into cool names. I love simulation video games. And my wife
1: was like, we need the bathroom redone. I was like, yeah, you're looking at two grand. i am looking at like $300 startup, you know. Right. I mean, it's not even close. I know. Uh but I don't know if my breaker box can take it, so I need to get the breaker box done first.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm an old, old house that definitely would have a... But wifi. no electricians want to work in Ada because there's so many requirements. Fucking man, it's the man. Um, Some other things that have happened that... Um, let's see, my life, I guess I can touch on that because I normally do this to be like, I've done shit all week. Um, I had to go back to work. That fucking sucked. We're after being off for spring break. Um pretty much all spring break. And then afterwards I did nothing but make beat videos. So all of my beat videos are made for the first half of my, uh, beats a palooza or whatever I'm calling it. I was going to go ahead and just start releasing them. And was like, you know what? Fuck the hundred goal. I done 50 and 34 of them. I have are good and have videos for it. I just do that. But then skinny who I asked for advice, cause I assumed skinny was going to say, yeah, man, put them out, man, you know, because he's always agreeable. Yeah, let's
1: roll with it.
0: Exactly. But he goes, you set a goal and you need to finish it. I was like, God damn. All right. Well, fuck, I guess I I will The
1: clip you showed me earlier is pretty good. Yeah. uh, I just just not good with raps. I was like, just I was thinking about the start of the song and be like, the question was asked titties or ass. Oh, yeah. I hate them uh, waffle cone titties. I just want some big old round titties. But I don't know how the beat goes. Right. I mean, that's, that's that's what pops up in my head, though.
0: Well, my goal is with that song, which we've played on the end of here before, um, the Go around Titties beat, I'm going to put that one out first. Uh, of all the beats, I'm not going to sell it. I'm just going to let anyone who wants to rap on it, I'll have like a free download link somewhere, where anyone can download it and make a song to it, because I would prefer there to be hundreds of versions as opposed to one shitty version. Right um so that's my goal at the moment and then eventually i'll release like three beats a fucking week when i get done with all of them and i'll last however long it lasts uh, but i've made three beats in the last 24 hours so like i've been on it pretty good uh getting back into it i thought at first because i haven't watched a tutorial video in over three weeks which is like i just do that for fun normally like watch beat videos on youtube which is kind of weird and i haven't done that in a long time and i didn't want to when i started back so all my stuff sounds kind of weird but uh we'll see what the fuck happens so that's all i've been doing is b up. i haven't played any video games in the last week my back hurts so bad all the time that i'm just in constant pain i get so little sleep i feel like i'm high all the time even if i'm not um it's fucking weird it's all that i get a little sleep i think i'm just sleeping but it's never getting into the REM yeah. sleep or whatever right
1: I am getting ended up getting like eight hours a day, but I sleep like four hours during the day that I have to get up for stuff. And then when the wife gets home, i lay down back down about eight and get a couple more hours.
0: Right, and I don't want to complain because my wife gets up before me or whatever, but I'm just not sleeping. Like something's happening to where like my brain just feels so exhausted, but I can go through life, but I can tell because I'm becoming like a dick to people. And I think I am a dick in general. Like I enjoy being a dick to people. It's fun. But right. normally like my job, I'm not, you know, and stuff like that. I do a pretty good job. But lately, I've just gotten very short with anybody who asks me anything. And it's just the way it is. And it's just like, I can't help it. And even when I feel bad about it, I'm just like, I can't not do it right now.
1: I got a few twos on my evaluation this week. Because of my attitude, but it all said since you've been back, it's been a lot better. Because there was about three months I was just giving the management hell. They was coming up with all these bullshit rules and changing everything. Right, and I told them, you know, I was like, "That's not how this works. This aren't Michigan labor laws. These are Oklahoma labor laws." And I just, you know, because I managed, I know the rules, and employees right. have rights. And they, it, I just pissed them off for like three months
0: solid. Yeah, my job changed some shit this week that like, I probably could end up suing somebody, or someone could end up suing somebody. But I'm not trying to or nothing, but it is annoying. And it's like, God damn it, all people. Right. <laughs> fucking everybody's fucking up. Um one thing that happened this week is Ron Gronkowski says he's retiring from the NFL, right? Um, you posted this thing over he's not the best tied in. And I enjoyed that post because I was I already had that on my list. Uh I don't think Gronk is the greatest tight end of all time. And everyone's acting like it is because it's recency biased. Right. And then, basically, here's the argument. The argument is the same as the LeBron Jordan argument. It's like, if you had one game and you knew they were healthy versus a whole career, because Tony Gonzalez is probably the best wide receiver, in my opinion, or tied in, right. but it's because of all his catching ability. Um, and everyone's like, well, Gronk could block. And it's like, he could before he got injured and they didn't put him in play. I don't know. They just, he was used as like a, x-factor or whatever the last half of his career and i just don't view that the same
1: like he had a good what four or five year run right it was like a bo jackson exactly until he got injured and burned quick right i mean like those four years probably not an argument but to when tony gonzalez goes 1300 targets with two drops
0: that's ridiculous. And that dude was doing it like forty years old. Remember, like those like they were like, all right, Tony Gonzalez is done. But then he went to like the Falcons or whoever it was, and then he had like a whole second career, right? Like a whole other tight ends career on another team. And then I think when he retired, he could have still kept playing. You
1: know, he didn't even play until like his last year of high school. He was a big basketball stud,
0: right? And I want to say because of that, Antonio Gates, they did the same thing with like they started looking at basketball players. They're like, wait, let's get guys that aren't quite tall enough for the NBA. But would still be fucking monster tall and I know because they're on, on little five ten linebackers, <laughs> right? And then they're like, "Okay, well, this guy's a six four power forward. He's never gonna make it to the NBA. And he, can jump. he can go to the M- NFL, right? And he can run and jump." So, I like Gronk. I think he'll be great on the WWE when he goes there. I think he's funny. I think a lot of weird racial shit gets brought into Gronk, like if a black player acted the way Gronk did, blah blah blah. And I'm like, no, no. I think everyone's aware that Gronk's like a big frat bro. Like he has a not great reputation in some ways. He just doesn't care, right? And he just stone cold Steve Austin's it and drinks a beer in the you know middle of a parade or whatever. Like I enjoy Gronk's personality. What I think he's, he's
1: going to come out in a tie-dye shirt and say Tide Pods.
0: Right, he'll do the whole Tide Pod thing. Uh, I think he'll be great after football. I just don't think he's the greatest tight end of all time. No. I think he played on like the most stable franchise that was, ever that does nothing but win Super Bowls and it makes all their players Sterling Sharp good. was
1: probably the first breakout tight end. Uh, yeah. Shannon Sharp? Yeah. Yeah. Was Sterling that? He wasn't as good, was he?
0: No, not quite. But Shannon Sharp was a big deal because he was on the Broncos and then the Ravens. Right. So he was one of those that had like two big moments or whatever as well. Uh now I just get to watch him argue on Fox Sports 1 and it's oh, pretty entertaining. Yeah. Uh everyone's long work will have that on and I'm like I got to watch it even if I don't agree with them I'm like, man, eh, I'm going to watch it."
1: Uh Max Kellerman annoys me.
0: Yeah, I don't watch uh First Take. Stephen- in general, I mean because I don't have ESPN, but honestly, I do prefer Fox Sports Morning Show debate shows. Right, They're a little more fresh in my opinion, but also just Stephen A Smith he doesn't have enough time to watch sports. That's my only complaint. If you look at his schedule a day of how many times he's on TV and radio, he could not possibly actually watch the sport. No so, shit. Therefore, I think all the shit he says is just kind of like hearsay, regurgitated stuff. And I don't really, I just don't care. I don't know. He's very opinionated, anyway. Right? Colin Cowherd's always my favorite, even when I because uh, I'm watching this week. Chris brought it up on the last week's podcast. Uh, if I liked him or not, and I don't even remember what I said. But I've been watching him this week at work, and I'm like, he is good. And I just think Colin Cowherd's good. I always liked him on ESPN back in the day as well. And then they kicked him off for saying some shit that was like a goddamn fact. He was like, people that live in the Latina country, Latino countries in North America, like Dominican Republic and all that, are not as educated as Americans, you know. And he was doing that to get to some point, and people were like, you're calling them dumb, and he's like, it's it's a fact, like they're public. Education system isn't and then like they like suspended him and shit back. And then right. I was like, God damn it, he's just making a point. Always like calling Gallery. Um a random thing here is I did notice I can't watch Amy Schumer anymore. So two things crashing, one of my favorite TV shows. It's now over. Amy Schumer had a little spot on the last episode, and the whole time I was like, fucking hate her. And I enjoyed the show, the movie Train Wreck. But what happened is there's this YouTube video of her stealing other comedians' jokes. So like it'll be like, here's when John Mulaney said this joke. And then Amy Schumer, two years later, said almost the exact mm. same joke in her stamp. And when people do that shit, for whatever reason, because I really enjoy stand-up comedy, I'm like, you're dead to me. And so like Netflix or HBO, one of them had a new Amy Schumer special come up. And I was like, not interested. Don't ever show me that shit again. Hell yeah. Because uh, I just can't do the whole joke thief.
1: I think she kind of annoyed me anyway.
0: See, I enjoyed her before I knew she was a joke thief. Because I was like, ooh, she's edgy. Right? Right. but like that's that's fun but then she had that whole leather special i think that's what it's called where she wore a leather outfit and she wasn't funny at all in that whole thing and then i want to talk like, right after that i saw that youtube video and was like oh i hate her so anyway uh did watch a funny ass tv show this week that i will recommend on hulu called pin 15 it's uh i'm sure you didn't watch stranger with Candies, but uh, there was a show called Strangers with Candy back in the day that Stephen Colbert helped create. And Amy Sedaris was like 40 and played like a teenager or something, or went back to high school. And it was real creepy. This is like two 30 year old girls play 13 year olds, but they're obviously 30. But mm-hmm. all the other casts are like legitimate junior high age kids. And it's them reenacting them in seventh grade. And it's the same year I was in seventh grade. So it's like in the year 2000. And I'm like, oh shit. And that's like a year before Coopy. Kubi. And Kubi really likes it as well. And the girls are like real fucking nerdy. And, you know, they want got boys to like them, but boys don't. Like, they're not the popular girls at all. And then it's so funny because they'll be like, with a, a real life 13 year old boy being like, you wanna make it out. And they're like, ooh, get out of here. <laughs> like, it just, Hell yeah. there's something that's creepy about it that right. makes it even funnier. Hmm. And uh, me and Coopy flew through the first shower of many episodes. We need to get back to it. Um, but I will recommend Pin 15, which obviously looks like penis. That's the whole point of the Pin 15. Uh, real fucking good. Gotta recommend it. Also, caught up on Broad City, cause I forgot about that. And I fucking love Broad City too. So I'm getting real feminist these days, I guess, on my comedies. But both of those are tremendous. Uh, You've been watching anything? I know your wife's a big TV watcher. I don't know if you've gotten to watch anything or not.
1: Uh, I started this series called Happen Leonard. It's a little weird.
0: Happen Leonard?
1: Yeah, it's a couple of good old uh, black gay badass country boy and a and a white country boy trying to find this money, and there's some weird shit going on. It's interesting.
0: <laughs> All right, right, I'm a, what's it on?
1: Uh, Netflix. You probably
0: oh. won't like it. Uh, well, I, mean, I could. Maybe. It depends. If it's like a sitcom style, I would not. But if it's like a well-made like single cam, looks like a movie, I'd probably mm. like it.
1: I think it looks like a movie. Yeah,
0: I could. We'll see. Uh, it's got some strange shit
1: in it. <laughs> uh, another it's, thing. It's interesting enough to keep watching. I right not and my wife's like what the fuck are you watching
0: I still think you should watch Trailer Park Boys I still think that's a show if I could choose one show for you that I think you would love it probably be that one um so I think you should get that a shot someday but speaking of other random uh TV top things the movie Hellboy is coming out it looks so fucking bad I'm going to treat it just like Bohemian Rhapsody I'm going to refuse to watch it and the old Hellboy was so good like Hellboy 1 and 2 that came out like when I was in fucking like, a teenager, looks better than the one they're about to put out. Like the makeup on the new one looks like shit. And Batista played it. In what?
1: The new Hellboy?
0: Is no, it? I think it's the guy from Stranger Things. It's the cop from Stranger oh, Things okay. is going to be the main guy. And then Ron Perlman was Hell the original Hellboy, the guy off Sons of Anarchy, and yeah, uh, it's like, and he killed it. Like he's just too good. They shouldn't be man, remaking he's old, this, though. Man. Right? He can't do it anymore. I get that, but they're rebooting it. So they're acting like those didn't happen. And I want to say Guillermo del Toro did the original one. That's why like the little creatures look so good because he's like all into that shit. Anyway, I just refuse to watch the new one. So I just want to get that out there in case it blows up and everyone loves it. And I come back here and am like, I'm going to watch it. You got to be like, I thought you said you weren't watching it. That's where I'm fucking drawing a line. in the sand. Uh, I'll probably watch it when it comes on Netflix. Maybe. I don't watch movies enough. I, need, I would like to get into watching more movies because I just have been out of it the last however many years, because TV shows are just better to me. uh, But movies are easier to, like, you could just watch a movie and be done. I'd be like, oh, there it is. But, and I'm running out of TV shows. I watched too many. Also this week, we got news that, uh, well, originally, I don't know what's all come out since then, but I was watching the news the other day when it first came out that the Mueller report kind of came out for, like, the whole Trump thing, right? It's like everyone's been hating on Mueller. And this... I don't get really like too deep into it. I just know it came out. No one's read the whole thing or like the public hasn't read the whole thing. It's like 300-something pages. But then some guy, Attorney General or something, he put out a memo saying he's read it and Trump didn't do anything wrong. And then so that day, everyone was like, that proves Trump didn't do anything wrong. So just speaking on that part, because I know since then people are like, well, once we get the whole 300 pages, we'll see, blah, blah. It's whatever. Um, I just think it's... I found it funny or uh, hypocritical, I guess, that for like however long people have been like, you can't even trust what his report says. Mueller's report's piece of shit because fuck Robert Mueller, right on the fucking Trump side. And then as soon as they're like, oh, actually his report might say Trumps, and they're like, well, of course it is because fucking Robert Mueller always tells the truth. And if he says Trump, and I'm like, god damn it, like I fucking hate everyone in politics because this is what fucking happens. And the whole time the guy's been like not taking a partisan side. I think he's a registered Republican. Honestly, he was the whole time. And so like just seeing everyone with the one eighty, right? Like as immediately. Right. And then the fact that I have truly believe, like I mean, said, I'm getting the podcast. I don't think Trump's smart enough to figure this shit out. If like to do this whole, like elaborate, we're going to get the Russians to hack things. I think the Russians did that independently of their own. Cause they made more sense for them to want Trump than Hillary. Cause Hillary doesn't have like the best pass with Russia. And then I think Trump was like, cool, but I don't think he orchestrated it. Like, I just never have thought that. And again, he's broke other laws that like they don't have to go. So it's just all it's all a weird thing. But it was funny to watch everyone's reactions just switch so quickly this week. So I just want to bring that up.
1: Yeah, I didn't pay attention to that.
0: It was a a big deal. Big deal for sure. Um, And then one thing I did see last night on the news, because for whatever reason, I watched the news last night. I think it's so fucking weird. Trump has rallies. I can't think of any president since I've been alive that has held a fucking rally while they're president. So weird. Like years before he needs to fucking do a. He's running for election. Like so fucking weird. It's very. The other
1: uh, ones are making rallies already. Who are?
0: Uh, Aren't the other
1: candidates already speaking?
0: Well, that's how it works though. Like when Obama ran the second time, Republicans were trying to figure out who they're going to get, but Obama wasn't holding rallies before his second election. And Donald Trump has said his rallies are to thank his voters. Not think America, like people that, you know, the whole country. So he he does some weird word choices. Yeah. Um, another thing happened this week, everyone's on Cardi B. I don't know if you know who Cardi B is. I do. I think she's a shitty rapper. That's what I think. But to each of their she own. She got
1: uh, famous off uh, YouTube sex videos. Oh, really? I believe.
0: I know she's a rapper. I know she used to be a stripper. Um, I know. Well, she,
1: she had some video leakage and it got a bunch of publicity. Yeah her taking it from behind. Oh, right
0: on. I haven't, haven't seen it. No tell. Um, now, some news came out that, I guess, back in the day, she bragged that she used to go home with guys from the strip club, because she was a stripper, and she would drug them and rob them. Hmm. And then, and this is basically the demographics I'm seeing. All of my black friends, not all, but only black friends of mine, are sharing shit of like, Y'all went after Bill Cosby. Y'all better go after Cardi B. And I'm like, first off, horrible way to approach this. This isn't a competition about men versus women of who fucked over who more. I just think that's like never a good start. Right? But that's how they all are. Now, I've seen a lot of this of like, you know, Cardi B drugging men. Oh, y'all better quit buying her album if y'all quit doing this. And y'all better treat her like all these men that fucked up. I think there's also another huge difference that Cardi B wasn't drugging them and then raping these men. Now, I'm not saying robbing them is not bad, but I do think robbing isn't quite as bad as rape. Right. Like, if we're fucking ranking this shit. So I just think it's weird. For the last four or five days, or however long it's been out, since I've seen it, like, every day I see memes about it. And some of the memes are funny. And then I see a lot of people bitching and, like, get on their high horse. And, again, I've mentioned before, I have uh, some friends who think, like, Cosby and other prominent black men are just being taken down by the man. Right. It's like, this is their way of fighting back with Cardi B somehow. I just think it's really uh dumb, I guess. I bet Pepsi drops her. Ocur ad. <laughs> the best meme I've seen is one of, of her blurred face. And she says, you're going to sleep. Oh, <laughs> I
1: thought
0: it was pretty good. Uh, and then one more current event story I need to get to, uh, remember the Jussie Smollett yeah. thing. Uh, this is a time where I agreed with Trump 100% um, on some shit. So check that out. Uh, originally, it came out. And it was like, all charges drop. He just has to pay some money. <laughs> right? That's what verse came out. And I was like, well, that's bullshit. They need to investigate that. All right. Like clearly something happened here because to in my opinion, I think if you do falsify a report of being assaulted or raped or whatever, you should get the same sentencing that would happen if that person were to be found guilty, right? Or something like that. I thought yeah. like that'd be a cool rule. Hell yeah. Um, so for this guy to say, you know, I'm walking down the street at 2 AM. I get jumped by two white people yelling racist things to me in the middle of Chicago because that's where all the Trump supporters live, I guess. and, I don't know. It was all crazy, right? I mean, everyone remembers that whole story. He should have been charged, and he should go to jail. And now, I want to say his lawyers claiming that the guys that he paid to jump him were in whiteface, so therefore he wasn't lying about him seeing white people. Like they're trying to do some shifty bullshit, all right? right? <laughs> but now Trump, you know, puts out this tweet: "I'm having the FBI investigate this shit." And I was like, "Yeah, I agree with Trump on some shit." There we go. That's all common sense shit to me.
1: Yeah, but then you go back to don't trust the FBI. Now I'm having the FBI vest. Yeah,
0: it. I know that there you go. You're even finding the fucking knots, man. Uh shit's good when it needs to be good, and shit's bad when it needs to be bad. It's all
1: just uh to lure our attention off the real issues.
0: Yeah, very true. Um I try to get on the the music episode that'll be out fucking quite a while from now, like episode nine. I try to go on the side tangent of how I would fix racism. But then I was like, ah, I guess we need to not talk about that on this one. Uh, we got a little too too drunk on that one. So I haven't edited it yet, but I have to really go back and see what we're going to keep and what we're going to cut. Because we just went down horrible. Like, I think at one time, screen started talking about PTSD, and like, we just kept going on tangents where I was like, guys, this is not on music cues at all. So oh, we're going to, well, you clip all those out and make a podcast. <laughs> that might be what, what happens and just leave the music. Oh, one thing I need to say before I get out of here. Uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast Mo. And I got to shout you, my mother and Hurricane Haynes out. Y'all are still the three, uh, better fans at the moment. Still waiting for the rappers to come on board, you know, and start pitching in money. We'll see when that happens. And, uh, yeah, just got to get that shot. Oh, yeah, if you do that, you can go get the episodes early, and then if you uh, pay enough, I'll shout you out like I just did, those people. And you got anything else you need to bring up this week?
1: Man, I had a, I had a, man, I man, caught myself this week just watching, not even have the TV on, just sitting there. it that?
0: And quiet, yes. Yeah, turning into my dad, it sounds like. We'll just go sit in the backyard and stare. i just was sitting in my chair just thinking about shit. I mean, that happens to me. I'm all, I kind of, I don't want to say I'm always thinking like I'm some sort of like super smart person, but pretty much. I like guess there's my, always emotion,
1: my emotional self got all into
0: my feelings and shit. Yeah, that happens. It happens for sure. Uh, Like the other day I woke up last weekend and I told Coopie, I didn't mean to I was like, I could write a really fucking sad song today and I just know it. And she was like, what? And I was like. I just feel it. I can feel like if I went in there and I was like, let's start getting depressed, I could just fucking hammer out a really sad song. And she was like, well, you shouldn't. And I didn't. But now I feel like that's a whole fucking day wasted. Right? I'm like, man, I could have wrote something. Uh, Because I haven't written any new verses uh, for raps in a while. Uh, Trying to work more on this whole getting our music podcast thing going. It's kind of a lot of work. When people won't send in shit regularly. I have to hit people up and all that. Uh, But so far, it's been pretty pretty cool. And... Last thing I'm bringing up. I want to learn some techniques on how to do lucid dreaming. You know what that is? No. So lucid dreaming is when you can control your dream. Like you're in your dream, and you're like, oh, I'm going to go over there. You fucking do it. Huh. You have full thought. Like that's called lucid dreaming. That
1: sounds like Salvia.
0: Fuck <laughs> yeah. And sometimes they will just happen, right? Like some every once in a while you'll be able to pull right. shit Okay, off. I know what you're about. Uh, But the, apparently there's techniques you can do that can make yourself better at it. And make it where it lasts long and you could do shit like you can just be like i'm gonna fucking fly and you'll just do it and man, that seems awesome
1: i'm at the point where i wake up and i remember dreaming about something but i don't know what it was
0: yeah i haven't i didn't have a dream for many many years and i was like man that's weird and then every once in a while now i'll, I'll like you said i have like a phantom like oh, i kind of remember something happening there and lately it always seems to be if i remember it move to a new house that's way too fucking big And then everyone I know lives nearby. And then everything's so fucking hectic.
1: Well, you could have a grow room and a podcast room.
0: I guess. Well, I think it's more of an anxiety dream. I think it's like, how stressed would you be if you had a huge fucking house, all these responsibility, and everyone you knew lived around you and wouldn't leave you the fuck alone. And I just wake up like, oh my God, that was horrible. So that's my normal dream. A few years ago, I kept having the whole teeth shattering dream. Uh, but it's like really fucking common and it means something. I don't remember what it is at the moment. And then eventually it went away. But that shit was scary because you'd be like, oh. Like my me.
1: wife can wake up and tell me about her dreams and I'm just like, every now and then I can't That's what I call
0: a thing my wife's doing too. I'm like, yeah, right. Oh, you remember all that. Okay. Because I'll okay.
1: wake up and I'm like, oh man, I had this re- Fuck, I don't remember what it was.
0: Yeah. I mean, sometimes I do, like I said, but it's pretty rare. Pretty rare that it happens to me. Do you and your wife have your own side of the bed? Yes. There's a big Twitter argument or thread uh, this week where someone claimed them and their spouse swapped sides, you know, just different knots, different sides. And then the rest of Twitter is like, what the fuck? And then I was like, oh, yeah, for sure we each have our own side because my side gets fucked up way quicker because I'm fatter. And then her side's all good by the time the mattresses go bad. But – uh. Yeah, I mean, because I always have to be the side uh, we closest have our, to the TV, the, I guess.
1: We just have the side we prop our legs up on, and if it was on the other side, it just wouldn't work.
0: Right. Well, I think ours is always backwards from what it should be because Kuby refuses to – she has to be furthest from the TV for whatever reason because she hates having the TV on, and I'm like, I can't go to sleep without it, so – that's like one thing wheel. I don't
1: like is that when she rearranges the room, which hadn't done in a while, she always pushes me up against the wall and fucking annoys me. Oh, yeah. Um, it annoys the fuck I out of me. I used
0: to, before I was with Kuby. I was all for like put a bed in the corner and have one side against the wall, but it was also just me, or I who gives a fuck? Uh, if you have two people in a bed, it should never, ever touch a wall.
1: Yeah, the rooms are fairly small, though. We yeah, but you king, got it, we, we got idea. a
0: king size bed, and I feel you. Even that, you got to have like a fucking. At least you can scoot your ass out, because there ain't nothing worse than the fucking wake up and your blankets all fucking caught on a wall, and you can't get out. And you're gonna have to crawl over somebody. No, nah, like, I just go to the end something. of the
1: bed, and I figured out how do you scoot to the
0: end of the bed. Yeah, fuck that. Not my own house.
1: We get even have our way. own sides, and we don't even sleep in the same shift. You know.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> Truth, I drive here. I once a week. Uh. Any closer to get on your day shifts? I know you brought that up last week. Haven't heard a thing. Maybe someday. Someday I'll figure it out. All right, man. Well, that's all I got. Uh, We'll see if Coopie's on before this or after this. I don't. I don't know yet. I always enjoy her episodes. She thinks no one likes hearing her talk about books. I
1: listened to her episode and didn't listen to you and Chris talk
0: about sports. That's weird. Uh, Uh, Yeah, that is super weird. Her last one, she said she didn't think she did as well, and I told her I don't know if anyone cares about the books, but someone might. And who the fuck cares about all the um, other Hurricane stuff we talked about? Hurricane Haze
1: woman seems to like
0: the book episodes a lot. That's true, and I try to explain to her like no one cares about any of this stuff, or they might not. I mean, who all the right. fuck cares about me, what I do? Uh. So anyway, that's all I got. Peace. No man. emails. No, no one's emailing us these days. Only one of those emails me are rappers with songs. All right then, peace. so if you have any questions suggestions or corrections please email us at a podcast with mo that is a p-o-d-c-a-s-t w-i-t-h-m-o at gmail.com perfect boom all right and we are joined by koopy hi we were just debating before this little break if you were going to be on before Snappy or after. But we'll since find out. orange we're going to go after since Snappy okay. just left. Yeah, uh, it's I the felt natural like progression yeah, of we'll just do it in the actual order. And yeah. you've been out uh, drinking a little wine.
2: <laughs> we call it the four o'clock meeting. Yes, my coworkers and I.
0: Four o'clock on Fridays.
2: That might be for. Uh, should Maybe it should be my co-workers and me, I think, in that scenario, but I'll look it up Who later. Cares? Who I'll cares? look it up later.
0: You, you've I been care. drinking wine. <laughs> um, so, let's see. Things I need to bring up with you. One, you're the reason this last week's been horrible because you gave me allergies a few years ago. Um I know that everyone says it's not possible, but I didn't grow up with allergies, and then I met you, and then all of a sudden...
2: Bad allergies. I have
0: like horrible allergies, and you have worse allergies, probably. I
2: have... In case people don't know, I have eczema, which is a skin condition where you basically you just have really dry skin. You don't have the layer in your skin that creates a moisture barrier. So you just don't retain moisture like other people do. So I have to use a lot of like Vaseline type things, but that's actually passed down through families with extreme histories of allergies. So that I get that from my papa who has really bad allergies.
0: He's always outside.
2: Always outside. But at this point in his life, he cannot smell because he has used so much nasal spray in his life. That he has no sense of smell, which is really screwed up. So, his not taste a Dewey of-
0: cock scenario where he saw his brother <laughs> get chopped in half and then he lost his sense of smell.
2: No, um, it was much more mellow over time with nasal spray. <laughs> but he can't smell, which of course has affected his taste because all of it's connected. Right. So, he likes to add salt, which my granny does not approve of.
0: That's where you got that from?
2: I love salt. Yep. I get a lot of traits from my papa. We're very, he's. Way more mellow and has like no emotional.
0: uh, Well, he served in the army way back in the day. He
2: was in Iceland. He didn't actually see combat, but yes, he was in the military. Um, But yeah, he had really bad allergies. I inherited that from him. But then you gave them to me. We both love sweet and salty, which is a thing. I know you know. Yes. And then, yeah, and allergies I gave
0: to you. Yeah, so they suck this week. Uh, But
2: I don't personally think I gave him allergies. I just let him think that
0: because right well something happened
2: i think it's because you moved to a town where you didn't grow up in and you're not necessarily used to the environment
0: that's true because we go back to my parents uh house you your allergies freak out and i'm normally good
2: yeah i eczema is related to allergies i have asthma and then I'm just allergic to everything. I You're like
0: that kid in Little Giants that they put I'm, the bubble wrap <laughs> on.
2: <laughs> I can't sit in grass in shorts or like bare legs because I will itch, itch, itch. Um, I'm allergic to horses. Which um, is
0: awesome because I hate horses. I'm
2: allergic to cats. I'm slightly allergic to bananas, but I think I have eaten enough b- bananas in my life now at this point that I have overcome that allergy. So, so you is, just
0: ate one a day.
2: I eat. I've eaten them all week. Yeah, but there was a time in high school where I would eat them and it'd be really itchy. And my mom's allergic to bananas and avocados. They're related, and as long and uh, latex. I see. They're all connected. Allergies are crazy.
0: Yeah, I'm not allergic to anything except that one time college. An aunt of mine gave me a vacuum cleaner, and then I went to empty it out. Uh, and I br- and held something. I went into the my bathroom, looked in the mirror, took off red my shirt, blotches. and like a line of red was just going down my body like a fucking cartoon character. And I was like, "Oh my god!" And I called you. I just met. I remember
2: you. that. I don't know we how just, long that was in our friendship. We weren't
0: dating yet. <laughs> uh, it was the spring, uh, like that we just met or whatever. Because I was like, "Hey, I need a ride to the nurse's office on campus," and then they were like, "They gave me a steroid shot."
2: Why did you call me? I'm going to digress here. Why did you call me?
0: I just think you're the only one person around. I think there was Pow Wow and you. <laughs> I didn't have many friends. And so that's how it was.
2: So I took you to the doctor. Yeah.
0: And they gave me a steroid shot. And they said, all right, now go buy all this basically Zyrtec. And yeah. And I was like, I went into there. <laughs> I was like, this is 50 bucks? Fuck <laughs> it's that. expensive.
2: I take a Zyrtec in so the evening. I just evening, didn't buy it. And wow. I, take a at, or I take a Zyrtec in the evening and an Allegra at night or something like that. One of the two I've been drinking. (laughs) I think it's actually the other way around. I take an Allegra in the morning and a Zyrtec at night. And that was because my dermatologist told me, you know, the eczema is connected to allergies and you need to control it. Um, So yeah, Oklahoma allergies are bad. I know a lot of you might not know that, but we've got these fucking bradford pear trees that are just the worst are
0: these fucking trees (laughs) they're pear trees they don't even produce pears so what happens is they get all stinky
2: and i don't know if it's true but my uncle told me at one point that they were genetically modified and that's that's partially why they're so poor they just aren't meant for the earth and so now I think it's in them. Arkansas, abomination.
0: God said, "Destroy the abominations, right?" Or something. I don't know.
2: I don't uh, know, but I think in Arkansas, they'll if you chop down a Bradford pear, they'll come and replant it with something else. Yeah. Oklahoma just doesn't have any money, or we'd probably do it too.
0: Yeah, but we'd give money to that way before like schools or shit. So. Oh,
2: for sure, schools um, are bottom <clears> of the importance. List.
0: So. We have a few more things I need to touch on before we get to your books, so I don't want this to go too right. long. Feel um, free
2: to cut any of this out.
0: Okay, yeah, you're <laughs> rambling a little bit. Uh, you have a friend who I think we should shout out that has a tulip farm here in Ada, Oklahoma. Yes. And if anyone's listening and you're in Ada this week, I think will probably be like the only week this even applies until the season's over, maybe or another week, maybe possibly. But they're at like Tucker Tulips on Instagram, and it's hashtag. a hashtag. And it's um, like farm with tulips. And we went out there the other day, and you got some fresh tulips.
2: I picked nine for twenty two fifty. They are currently doing a sale where you can get, like, 10 for 25 and you can pick them up here in town so you don't have to go out and pick them. But, half, the, I mean, the fun is going and picking them yourself. Right. If
0: you have kids, I would assume it would be fun for they kids. They make great
2: Easter pictures, if that's your thing.
0: Yeah. Um, they even post some cool pictures on Instagram, so I was going to shout them out because that's yeah. a new random thing. Um, I just said Instagram because that's the easiest way to have like some coordinates posted there that you can copy. And
2: there's no real address if like, you're familiar
0: with Ada. Kind of just head out like you're going to Fossil Creek, and you'll notice some tulips growing in a field, uh, and that's where it's at. Uh, so anyway, just going to shout them out. Next thing, I tried sherbert. <laughs> <laughs> I love ice cream. Like I love it. You know that more than anybody. Yes. yes. Uh and you're like, I need to quit eating it because I'm not a child anymore. Well, I and just I need think a dairy isn't meant
2: for humans.
0: Adults, yeah, probably. Yeah. But adults. White people and descendants of Genghis Khan, we can do it. So it's weird that this is a thing. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we got Sherbert. And really, all I thought back to was I love those little Flintstone push pops of the orange sherbet. So ice I was like, this trucks. will be good. And whenever we got some, we got rainbow or whatever. You I just,
2: got lime, orange, and raspberry.
0: And the only one I liked was the orange. The other two weren't really my thing. Uh, it just tasted like imitation ice cream and I couldn't get over it.
2: Well, consider... Uh, as a female... I just happen to know that sherbet has no calories really compared to vanilla or chocolate or Rocky road or whatever your personal favorite ice cream is. So growing up, my mom always bought Sherbert because it, it just doesn't have as many calories. And I know a lot of people don't count their calories or whatever, but women are kind of neurotic about getting fat because of our well, fucking society. You should count but, your
0: calories. Cause that's literally the only way to lose weight.
2: But, well, ice cream was what my mom bought because it wasn't going to make her gain weight or
0: Sherbert. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Sherbert. So, um, I I like Sherbert. I like the raspberry. I know you didn't.
0: Yeah, I, the raspberry threw me off more. The lime was okay. I think if we got Push Pops, I would love the little orange Push Pops still. Um,
2: it's some, just the form. You didn't like the format that it was brought to you. Yeah, it was like in a bowl <laughs>
0: scooped up like fucking ice cream. Like, who the fuck do you think you are, Sherbert?
2: No, so, I liked it. I didn't have any problems with it, but I grew up eating it. We
0: could it. try different flavors, Amy. And I've also thought about, you know, that the yogurt, which is like whatever, whatever percent fat free, but yogurt's dairy. The so frozen yogurt,
2: yeah. With the I don't know. Candies.
0: I get too confused. Um it's and all- then the last thing before we get to your books, I really think we should get a Nintendo Switch.
2: I know. And I'd spit on my Amazon Prime wish list for you for a gift for a year for a year now, but it's so expensive.
0: Well, this is what I was going to say, is because the Pokemon game has been shown, and me and you would both enjoy some Pokemon game. And I like to pitch it like it'll be ours, so it doesn't make me feel as guilty, because I'm going to want a PS5 when that gets announced, probably. So, I would wait. I could wait, you know, or whatever. But if it's an us thing, it seems better.
2: Which was the Pokemon that I really loved? What was it called?
0: Um, you loved Y. No, X.
2: X. I liked X a lot. Like
0: Pokemon X, yeah.
2: I really loved it. And I tried to play the one that came after it, the island one.
0: Uh, you got Moon. And, and I've I made sun. it pretty
2: far. I think I've made it further than yeah, you Yeah, I that. hated it. I just don't know if any of them will live up to it. So even though they've got a fancy Switch for it, is the game going to live up?
0: It looks really cool, graphic-wise. It looks pretty sweet. Um, and that's exciting to me as someone who played the original Pokemon like. When it came, like me and Rusty went to Target together in Wichita Falls. Got Game Boy Colors. He got Pokemon Blue, and I got Pokemon Red. And I was like, loved it since then. So to see it now in like a 3D on a real console, because it's never been on anything that's like considered a console. It's always been on a handheld system. Opens up a lot of possibilities. Makes me very excited. But there wouldn't be a whole lot of games I would play. I would probably like want Zelda and stuff like that. But even now, I have all kinds of PS4 games to play, and most nights, as you know. I just sit in here and mess with beats. Yeah, mess with beats. <laughs> so I don't even...
2: It would be a bonding thing between us.
0: Right. And we would sure. Ha- what would happen is we have to buy a Switch. We'd have to buy two copies. I would like Sword and Shield. That's what the new ones are called. You would get a copy and I would get a copy and we have to take turns with it. Unless you got us each a Switch. But no, <laughs> see,
2: see, what is one switch like three hundred dollars?
0: think two. But yeah,
2: no, I think it's like two ninety eight. I think the oh. fucker said it at two ninety eight. Um, <laughs> I, I could be wrong, but I have looked at it on Amazon Prime a couple of times. I have to
0: look at Yeah, I haven't looked recently. And
2: we could technically swing it. We have savings, but I just don't feel like that's that what worth you spend it, <laughs> it on. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> I mainly brought this up because a uh, friend of the podcast, Brad Sir X, got married recently and he mentioned or I hit him up was like, dude, did you see that No Man's Sky is going to have VR support? And i wanted a PSVR since they were announced. Yes. And I was like, I would go back and play that game if I could fucking play PlayStation VR and you're flying a spaceship and space I be would great.
2: I would get motion sick.
0: And then he was like, agreed, awesome. But my wife wants a Switch. And I was like. <laughs> well, she's cool. <laughs> right. And then I mentioned, I was like, my wife doesn't necessarily want one, but I want her to want one. And I'm trying to convince her we need one. But I also I would probably want a PlayStation have VR.
2: to play it first before I ever really got invested because a part of me is like, yeah, there's the Switch and then there's gonna be the next big thing and then the next big thing. They and did I just announce con- there's
0: a new model. That's I think. the
2: one thing I don't like about the tech industry is that they they price gouge and then they come out with something new. Just I mean, it's just a, it's so much money. It's an expensive hobby.
0: It is to be. With new releases for sure, which is uh, I've been in that realm for a while. But like growing up, there is you know I remember getting a Super Nintendo because I got a Sega Genesis whenever those came. Like that's my mom bought me because they were hundred dollars in the store. Now I know that I didn't know this at the time. But Sega came out at ninety nine ninety nine or something, and so most so parents would buy you the Sega if they didn't give a fuck, and then if your parents loved you, they bought you Super Nintendo because it was a superior machine. And my parents got me a Sega Genesis. And then years later, I got a Super Nintendo from someone else. Like, I bought it off of them. And then played all those games that were, like, $3 at flea markets. So it was, like, a pretty cheap hobby. And then eventually I got to, like, I got the PS4 the day it came out. And since then, I've been spending so much money on video games.
2: I have been spending money on video games. Let's be honest. Those have been how many gifts uh, you? you? you have bought me a lot of (laughs) gifts recently. Uh, Like all of your gifts?
0: I do a pretty good job. I was thinking more towards the beginning of the PS4. I bought so many new games all the time where I was just dropping money on games. I didn't even really – I was just like, I need a new one. You sales
2: now with being a member. The
0: last few years, I think I got real good at – Doing the deals online and all that shit. So I, I eventually got better but i
2: I think I buy you most of the big games that you want. Yeah.
0: Well, you used to complain because I wouldn't let you.
2: Well, you'd buy them for yourself and then there would be no <laughs> nothing you wanted. But anyway.
0: So, main reason you're here. Books. Talk about books. So Big old books. For anybody who doesn't know, um, every month Koopy comes on here to talk about all the books she read the month before because she prides herself in that i just enjoy it right
2: and well, like
0: you're going for like you have goals every year yeah. like how many books you want to read this and stuff year
2: and, i want to read at least 60 books
0: right so that's what i meant by you pride yourself in that and the summer months i'm sure you'll have a lot more probably
2: yeah um maybe
0: but this was like quite the stack here and we'll post a picture on instagram probably the day before this episode comes out uh so people can see the list or the stack of books and have that reference um So what is the first book you read?
2: This is actually a book I read in February, but I forgot to talk about it on the podcast. And it's not, it's a graphic novel and it's not that long. It's So I don't even know if I'd call it a novel, more like a novella, so to speak. But it's called The Tea Dragon Society by Katie O'Neill. And it is a graphic novel about, oh, so many different things. A young girl who is, what would you call her? Like part... I mean, she has horns. Part goat? Part No, she's not a goat. There's a goat. He's a goat. We got a goat in the story for sure. But the but little anyway, girl... She has
0: little deer antlers or something. It's this
2: cute little Asian-inspired graphic novel. All the characters have differences of... Uh, disabilities, maybe. I don't know if that's the PC term these days. You know, they all have it's a, it's a diverse cast. They're very
0: handy, capable cast. We
2: have a character that's, a that's in a wheelchair. Term. We have an elderly so, sort of figure. We have a girl who has a short-term memory loss. Um, and they they raise these dragons that grow tea leaves from their body. <laughs> cool. But the pictures are just adorable and they're so charming and it was so cute and I mean, it was very... The art's
0: okay. I mean, it, honestly, I'm not... A-
2: Each um, Mm -hmm. chapter, so to speak, is based on a different season. So you get a different uh, seasonal aesthetic for each chapter. It was really sweet and endearing and all about like accepting people of their differences. And I really thought it was charming and I'm glad I read it. And I think there's going to be a sequel, but it's called the T-Dragon Society. And if you like um, cutesy, I don't know if that's, is that anime? I don't really know. No,
0: I don't think it's just a comic. This is a comic. I wouldn't even call it a graphic novel. Because it's a comic that, book, yeah. Yeah, it's a comic strip style and all that.
2: And in the back, like there's like a bunch of like information about the different dragons and stuff. But if you like dragons, if you like tea, if you like Asian culture, I think this would be a cute um read. I read it while I was on a work trip. Right. So between like conferences and stuff. And it was a lot of fun. I really liked it. Cool. But that was in February, so that's not even a March read. The first book I read in March is a beast.
0: If you didn't hear that. She slammed it on the table.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: it's um real it looked way larger than any of the, like the Game of Thrones books or any of that, but I think page number wise it's something close. I'm
2: looking it up right now. Um it's of actual story it's 804 pages, but then there's like a bunch of glossary in the back. So it's it's got a bunch of information in it, but it's only like eight hundred pages. And I think the Game of Thrones book I think it's like nine hundred pages.
0: Okay, plus. so if you owned a copy of A Dance with Dragons, the hardcover, it is the exact same height.
2: And it's called, we haven't <laughs> so said the, the title sign. yet. It's called The Priory of the Orange Tree by
0: It looks bigger though.
2: Samantha Shannon. It is an Adult fantasy, epic fantasy, um, feminist read, of a queendom, not a kingdom. And there are... Oh, snap, girlfriend. Oh, <laughs> and there are four main storylines that you are following that ultimately all come together in the end. Um, I was trying to find the little thing at the beginning where it talks about each... Well, maybe it's in the back with all the glossary. <laughs> it's Like I said, this is the first book I read of the month. So it's been a, a month since I've read it. Um, I might not remember all of the finer details. And this is a book that I read with Audible. So I don't know if people count that or not. But I did follow along word for word with Audible. But it follows four main characters. We have Artaloth Lothbeck, um, heir to a wealthy northern provenance in this world. Um, we have... And I'm going to say this wrong. Um, Adaz Du Zala U Nara. I'm sure that's perfect. <laughs> who belongs to the Priory of the Orange Tree. And that's like a religious organization in this world. Um, she's like an assassin, but she's pretending to be like a chambermaid. And she is with a queen, um, Sabran, who um rules this queendom of the North. And then we have Tanay, who is a dragon rider. And then we have this guy named Niklaes Ruse, who ends up being a total dick. He's an, um, like an alchemist, but he's not really a good character at all. But we follow Sabrón, and she's trying to rule... Queendom of Ines and we have draconic wars where we have some people who have made dragons their slaves where others worship dragons and then there are people who just don't want anything to do with dragons and so it's basically it's a war between um, beliefs and we have the king of the dragons, so to speak, and so we have dragons acting on their own who are trying to conquer the world. And so, if you really,
0: so it's um, like a mixture of Game of Thrones dragons and Skyrim dragons.
2: Yeah, lots of dragons, lots
0: of dragon mixtures. But
2: all of the characters that you mainly follow are badass females, and so it's hailed so as it's a sexist. Feminist. It's hailed as a feminist read. Um, I don't know if it's sexist, um, because. It's not necessarily bashing men. Not bashing men. It's just hailing women. Where's all say. the books that
0: show men and dragons? You know, jeez.
2: But um, it's it's a great book. It was uh, really highly suggested on Goodreads, so that's why I picked it up.
0: Right. I mean, I know you were like, you had to get amped for it.
2: Yeah, I bought. I mean, I got the. Audible account because I didn't know if I would be able to do it on my own. <laughs> right. um, and I listened to it. I know a lot of people didn't like the reader. I know you listened to it and thought she sounded strange. But I stuck it out. I really enjoyed it. I gave it, I think, four out of five stars on Goodreads. Um, so if you're looking for an epic fantasy with badass females, um, dragons, this is a great book for you. It's called The Priory of the Orange Tree by Samantha Shannon. And it's it'll last you – I think it took me two weeks to read it.
0: Yeah, that one definitely – I, for a while, we are like, oh, you might have like two books.
2: Yeah, I didn't think I had to get through very many.
0: All right, so what was the next one you read?
2: It's called Girls of Paper and Fire by Natasha Nagan. Nagan Nagin? Nagin? N-G-A-N. I would say Gan. Gan. I'd say silent the N silent. N. Um, it's inspired by Chinese lore. Um, this book. Maybe even when? Do what?
0: Maybe it's even like When?
2: Maybe. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Um, but in this world, it's a fantasy story. It's a YA fantasy. Um, there are three different casts of like people. Right. You have paper casts who are fully human, unadored with any animal or demon features, and incapable of demon abilities such as flight. They're just paper, so they can... be harmed easily. Then we have the steel class, which are humans endowed with partial animal demon qualities, both in physical and abilities. And then so they're like in the medium. And then you have the moon cast, which are fully demon with whole animal demon features, such as horns, wings or fur on a humanoid form and complete demon capabilities. So we have these three different casts and it's called girls of paper and fire.
0: Does it say that the middle cast was created through like interspecies basically mingling of the other two casts?
2: Basically. Okay. Yes.
0: And then that, Okay.
2: Yeah. And so the king of this world is a moon cast. He's fully demon formed. And then he has a harem of paper cast girls, these human girls. And so he has eight girls that he gets brought to his palace every year. But hey, Hey. <laughs> in this tale we have and I'm don't know if I'm saying it pronu- saying her name right, but I've been pronouncing it Lee. She is um, Paper cast, but something is different about her. She has these beautiful golden eyes that make her seem almost steel cast because it seems like she's been blessed by the moon goddess because she was born on the new year under the new moon. Of course. So she's like this special paper cast girl and she gets taken from her village in the very first chapter. Her village is on like the outskirts of this kingdom. She never thought she would ever have anything to do with him. And she gets brought to his harem as the ninth girl. So she's kind of an outsider in the harem because there's only been eight and they've all been training for this their whole lives and she didn't even want it. Um, I will say I really enjoyed this story. It was definitely unexpected and I really liked it. Um, but it does have a lot of triggers for rape or abusive relationships. So if that's something that you don't think you could stomach while reading, I wouldn't pick this book up. None of the, there are a few girls who want to be with the King because this is, they've been taught their whole life that this is an honor. Um, but Lee does not want this. And so she really struggles with meeting with him in the evenings. And, um, there's, there's also a story that is lesbian friendly. Um, she falls in love with one of the other girls in her harem. And so there's a, a romance there that is taking place behind the curtains that is really sincere and sweet. So while it is tragic with the rape, we get some really sweet love stories. So if um, you're interested in reading a LGBT friendly book, this might be for you, but it also has some triggers for rape and abuse.
0: I just keep thinking of, Jack Black singing a song called Special Cast Girl. Because you said she was a special cast girl. I don't know anything
2: about that song.
0: No, no. no. I was saying I can imagine since you've said that phrase a song. I'm just going to cut all this. There's no way that's going to be good.
2: (laughs) So that's not a song? No. Okay.
0: (laughs) That's why I used the word imagine. Anyway.
2: I missed that. Sorry. I was... I'm sorry.
0: So... What's next on your list?
2: Four Dead Queens by Astrid Schult, I think is how you would say it. Schultz.
0: Yeah. Astrid Schultz like the name of Jan's daughter off of the office (laughs) for any fans out there.
2: This is a mystery thriller and it's set in a world that has four queens and they have a one like giant mass of land that has been divided into four. And you would think that they would each have their own palace, their own little quadrant. But they actually all live together in a central located palace. And no surprise, they all turned up dead. It's right. called Four Dead Queens. So it's a mystery about how did these queens die and why. And it definitely had a lot of twists and turns You follow two main characters who are not the queen. I mean, you get the queen's perspective, but you're really more invested in how they died and how these two citizens of this world are involved in it. So um, it was just a a lot of twists and turns. You didn't expect some of the things that happened, especially in like the last 100 pages. It really threw me for a loop. Right.
0: I remember... You being like, how are they going to wrap all this up?
2: Yeah, I really didn't see it happening, but it turned out There's really good.
0: pages here yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I really Read liked it. it. Again, this was a four out of five stars. Um, I would recommend this for any – it's a standalone, too, which is kind of different. Um, yeah,
0: because everyone wants to be series these days.
2: Right, and Priory of the Orange Tree was also a standalone for an epic fantasy. You don't get that too often. So it was a standalone – Girls of Paper and Fire is a. We'll have a sequel coming out this fall, um, and then we have Four Dead Queens, which was a standalone, and it was really good. Um, it was the Alcrate book of the month, so cool. some of you might know I get a bookly subscription the to Alcrate, a monthly subscription, not a bookly.
0: <laughs> it is a bookly subscription as well. I get a
2: book a month from Alcrate, and it comes with a bunch of other fun goodies. And this was um, the March book and i really liked it a lot i don't want to give any spoilers but you get the four queen's perspectives plus two other characters perspectives about what's happening and the world is really fascinating it had a i know you compared it to ayn rand when i was explaining some of the, yeah. one of the quadrants yeah yeah so yeah it has a mixture of all th- like fantasy um mystery thriller murder suspense it was really good
0: cool and yeah. then you have one more?
2: The last book that I read, and I just finished it last night. Yes. Is called The Near Witch by V.E. Schwab. I know I have talked about her before last fall when is, I read. Is she your
0: favorite author these days? Probably. Okay. I thought I was, so.
2: I really like her stuff. I haven't read an, all of her works. This is the only the fourth book of hers that I read. I read a darker shade of magic trilogy last fall and I fell in love with her work. I follow her on Instagram. I love her personality. The Near Witch has an interesting history. Um it was like the first book she ever wrote and it didn't do very well with her first um publishers and it got pulled I don't even know if it made it to the shelves to be purchased and it kind of broke her heart and you know made her question her career and all that Um, and then she ultimately got a different publisher and has been very successful since but this book has been republished for the first time since her career began and it's very different from her other stories as far as I can tell it is a standalone and it's about it's like a mixture of a romance, a ghost story, and a witch tale all thrown uh, into one. I loved the settings of the moor. It reminded me a lot of Jane Austen, um, and you know the Brontes. I really got it like an England feel. I have no idea if the story is meant to be set in like old England, but that's where I put it. England, and I, and I really enjoyed it. Um, the characters are subtle and very developed and the setting was beautiful. I really liked it a lot. And so I'm kind of surprised it didn't do well her first right. go around, but um it's been republished. It just came out this month and so I purchased it, I pre-ordered it and um I really enjoyed it. I don't know. I haven't rated it yet. I'll probably give it a five because I just like her a lot, and I like her books. Um, but I have a couple other from her, other books from her coming up in the next year that I probably will be reading, so you'll probably hear me talk about her some more. But Her name is V.E. Schwab, and this one was The Near Witch, and I really liked it. Oh, well,
0: cool. Yeah. Um, do you have any books you know you're going to read next month for a uh, <sighs> preview?
2: I'm really torn. I don't know. I really don't know. There are two series, three series that I want to read, but I'm really torn between the three. I don't know which one I'll go with. One's right. a sci-fi. One is a um, dark uh, fantasy. And the other is like it's inspired by a circus themed, like uh, cir- like running away with a circus sort of idea. Right. So I'm torn between those three vibes. I don't know which one I'm going to go with.
0: I want to read Michelle Obama's book.
2: Yeah, you told me I need to get it. It's I heard been- her
0: on Conan's podcast. And I haven't brought that up a long time, but I've been catching up on Conan's podcast. It is the best podcast. Like, I know whenever Wyatt was on last time, we done favorite podcasts. Conan would probably be number one for me. Like, he's fucking awesome. And you've listened to a lot of them with me. Yeah. Like, he's really good. Um, I know it's just a show, but like an audio form. So it's kind of like. I've been mean, watching that my whole life or whatever. It
2: definitely helps if you're familiar with who Conan is as like a an television. Right, and presence. I know like a lot
0: about like his life as well. And already. I know we
2: watched that like behind the scenes documentary yeah, that he did. The
0: never Conan Never Stop or whatever it was called. Um But she was just really good on that. And uh I know she has a book out. I was like, I bet that's probably pretty good. But anyway. Um
2: Yeah, I definitely want to read it. It's been on my radar, but nonfiction. Is not really what I typically gravitate towards. Right. So I kind of have to build way, myself up to it. But I do think I, I love Michelle Obama and just, so I think I would really like it. But
0: and then I brought it up earlier on this podcast, but I thought I probably did a shitty job explaining it. So how would you explain Pin 15, the Hulu ah, show?
2: I would, I know you. You might have compared it to okay, hard <laughs> is it hard candy. Strangers with candy. Strangers with candy. Hard candy was a different movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. Strangers with candy with Amy Sedaris. Um, Pin fifteen. I would say uh, it's basically it's two thirty year old women who went to high school when they were or middle school when they in two thousand seven. And so as adults, they have. I thought it was two thousand. Two thousand. What did I say?
0: You said two thousand seven.
2: That's the year I graduated high yeah. school. But
0: it's August two thousand when they're starting seventh grade.
2: Yes, and so. so it's two women who are pretending to be who they were in the seventh grade or whatever. Right. And so they come across like 30-year-old women, but they're interacting with actors who look like they are 12. So it's really kind of jarring at first.
0: I brought all this up, so we're doing good here.
2: Um, But... It's really, really funny if that was when you were in middle school in 2000. In the
0: soundtrack. I forgot to bring that up earlier. Yeah, it has
2: a really <laughs> awesome soundtrack. Like, it'll hit some heartstrings for sure. Um, it's a little inappropriate. I w- I don't think I was quite that aware of sexuality in the seventh grade. Well, you weren't
0: doing the hood rat shit these no, girls no, are trying no. to do. Yeah,
2: I, like, definitely wasn't as aware as these girls are. But just like the insecurities and stuff of middle school, I can totally relate to, and I can remember that time period and the fashion and the music, and it's just – it's really, really funny. Laugh out loud. It's on Hulu, so if you have Hulu, you should definitely check it out. I know
0: you – like sometimes I like to say if if I like a show more, it's more my show. If you like it, like this is definitely more of a you show. I still love it. Yeah. But I think you like it a little more because it's a girl story. Yeah,
2: like, I mean, in the very first episode, she, uh, one of the characters is yelling at somebody in her household for getting on AOL while she's on the phone. And like right. I don't know how many of you have experienced that. But I know in my household, that was like a daily occurrence of me and my older sister. And it was just like, get off the Internet. I'm on the phone. Like, it was, it was just funny to see that right away in the first episode.
0: Right. Set the time period. I,
2: I don't think. Kids today, like kids in high school today, would necessarily find it as funny. Right. Uh, But as a 30 year old, it's hilarious in a really inappropriate way. (laughs) Right, for sure.
0: For sure. I think, and I kind of might have touched on it, like, one of my favorite parts is they're like, uh, alone with boys, but the boys are kids.
2: Yeah, like it's like an (laughs) eight-year-old and they're like, but he's really hot.
0: (laughs) And it's so (laughs) funny. Like, you know,
2: locked in a closet, what do you do? And I don't know. It it was really funny. It definitely hits all of those awkward moments. It actually
0: starts off great with the haircut. That's where... (laughs) You know is off to good started. So anyway, I think people should just go watch it. I just ten
2: fifteen, it's great. It's on Hulu.
0: So uh and then Broad City's still great.
2: Yeah, we haven't quite finished. We We're have, not caught up. I think
0: like two episodes maybe.
2: But it's been really good. Um it's gonna be sad to see that show go off the air.
0: Yeah. Um I agree. All right. I think you get off here. I think this episode's super long, so
2: everybody loves it though. Sweet. Like it if you love it.
0: I don't think you can like a podcast. You can leave a comment or review or go to our <laughs> Patreon or we have a Facebook page at a podcast of Mo, a Twitter at podcast underscore Mo, and Instagram at a to the Mo.
2: And if you want me to read anything specifically, like, tell me why you think I should read it, and maybe I will. Although I still haven't read Ready Player One or Watership Down. But there's yep. just so many books in the world. Those
0: are two of my favorites out there. Also, uh, Anthem, which is super short, I've asked you to read. It's like 60 pages. Um <laughs> and Fountainhead, which is a long ass book by Ayn Rand that I really like. But I understand Ayn Rand's like a political people hater these days, so
2: well and sometimes it just has to be your own idea.
0: For sure. I understand. Yeah. Completely.
2: But I don't know. We'll see what I'll read in what's the next month? April.
0: April is the next one.
2: We'll see. Uh, hopefully I get at least four because that's what I did for this month. So it'd be nice to stay consistent.
0: Yeah. I, I read I
2: read yeah, four. I believe in you. So here's hoping.
0: All right. Peace.